It's Super Bowl Sunday, the final show of what has been the most tumultuous football season in history. This this is unbelievable, folks. We we have gotten through COVID NFL football. If we can if we could just get to 6:30 and kick the ball off, we would have made all 269 games this year. It's just amazing. Before we, I even introduce the the panelists for the last time uh, this year on the football side, uh, the NFL deserves a hell of a lot of credit. Great job. Great job to Roger Goodell. Even a Patriot fan still hates your guts, but but for this (laughs) sake, you deserve a hell of a job. You put on a great season for everybody. The players deserve a big, a, a big salute to all the players. The positivity rate was like 0.8% in the NFL. Amazing stuff. Okay. The players did great. All the people that, that, all the bus drivers, flight attendants, pilots, everybody that got these people to and from each stadium every week. A big salute to you guys. We made it through COVID NFL. And yes, the football wasn't as high quality as it would have been with the fans. But under the circumstances, everyone in the NFL, from all of us at the Always 100 podcast and all around the world, deserve a big hell yeah and a hell of a job for getting to 269 games. Great job, NFL. Good job by you. Good job by you. Okay. Now now we now, now I've, I've done singing the praises of Roger Goodell. We can get back to hating him because – you, you screwed us <laughs> on Deflate Gate. You know, you screwed us on Deflate Gate. Patriot fans will never, ever, 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 ever forgive you for that. And that's all I got to say to that. We got a Super Bowl to cover, folks. I'm Quinn. I'm Quinn the host. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm joined this week and every week by my Uncle Jamie, the founder of the McKenzie Report football Facebook group. It's great content. I suggest you go check it out. Next up, my Uncle Trevor. Who I talked to earlier today. How you doing? I'm doing good. good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's it's Super Bowl Sunday. We're three we're three hours and fifteen minutes away from kickoff. It is nothing better. And finally, my lovely Bob Mona, who has been who who has suffered through another cowboy season, a lot of jokes, but she gets to she gets to join us on Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm very glad to enjoy one more Super Bowl. With you before, you know, going out and doing my own thing. So, Bob, love you. Thank you so much for being on the show these past two years. I really appreciate it. Probably more than you'll ever know. Really appreciate it. How are you? How are you? Thank you, sweetheart. I'm doing very well, especially since I am proud to show off my new Troy Aikman jersey that my wonderful son bought for me yesterday. And I'm now wearing it for Super Bowl Sunday. Woohoo! Thank <laughs> you, Quinn. No problem. You're, it's been a great season. I'm very grateful to all of you guys for taking time out of your day uh, to, to, to talk football with me. Uh, very, very much appreciate it. And let's give the people what they want. It's Super Bowl Sunday. And got to figure out why oh, stupid things not in focus. Sorry about that. This, this, the camera was bugging me. The damn thing wasn't even in focus. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, let's go. It's Chiefs Bucks. I think uh, the line is still three. I don't think there's, yep, three points. 
three total is 56. Uh, Chiefs are favored. I'm get I'm giving it to Uncle Trevor. I want him to start. Uncle Trevor, give us a breakdown of Super Bowl 55, which you think is gonna happen. I need a winner and I need an MVP. Kick us off. <laughs> well, I guess the MVP is going to be the quarterback or whoever wins. That's 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 what I'm ninety five percent sure of that. Ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, actually, what I think is going to—I mean, what I feel might happen is I think you know Kansas City is going to start this game off the way they started off the game, the first game in Tampa. Only this time they're going to keep their foot on the gas. They're not going—they're not going to go into neutral or put it in park. I think I mean I like to say Brady's a great story. Forty three years old, I mean, this is probably never gonna happen again. Having a quarterback at forty three lead the team to the Super Bowl. But and you know, he did throw three interceptions in the second half against Green Bay. And you know, the good good team with a good quarterback in the clutch, who was a good leader, who was taking advantage of that. And most time if you lose, you throw three picks second half, you're gonna lose. Most times, but luckily they played against Aaron Rodgers, and he again wet the bed or wet himself in the clutch when his team needed him. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen this week. I think Kansas is going to get pressure on Brady. They're very good. Their defense is definitely better. They're definitely able to get pressure on the quarterback. They saw against Buffalo, they got pressure on Josh Allen, and he's a, he's a lot more mobile than Brady. They're going to get him ready space. They're going to make him throw some errant passes. And Kansas is going to jump ahead, and I think they're going to trounce him. But, you know, might, I could be wrong. I mean, if Andy Reid's son had this car accident this past week, yeah, he might, I guess he was driving drunk. Yep. So yep sure that, could, that could, you know, affect Andy Reid's mindset calling this game, you don't know where his mind is, might throw him off his game a little bit. That's probably Tampa Bay's biggest hope is if that were to happen, if, if his mind is not there. And I think Kansas City, I think Kansas City would be ready for Tampa Bay's pass rush, unlike Green Bay, who really, Green Bay just wasn't, they weren't well coached. They, they, they just, so it's a miracle they were even in that game. The defense was playing stupid, the guy gets beat, burnt, with under 10 seconds to go in the half, he lets somebody get behind him for a touchdown. Oh. Is this Rodgers? I mean, he's looking at one receiver the whole time and said, Look, get in the field. Pass touchdown, he missed because of that. Mm. That's not going to happen here in Kansas City. Mm. So I think, I think Kansas City is going to win. I say maybe a couple touchdowns. Wow. Kansas City by a couple touchdowns. Okay. Well. All right. Well, that, that's one pick. We're gonna gonna leave that there, and we're gonna give it to. Valley Quinn. No, I I mean, I, no, I mean it's what you believe. I I just I mean, I mean my I'll get to this one in my in my lap here, but I mean, everyone, we the the if you're saying that you're saying that's gonna be a first. Brady has never ever been blown out in any Super Bowl ever. So like I just don't see that happening. But that's well. I mean, he had a better team around him. He had a better defense around him in New England, for one thing. He had a better offensive line around him in New England, too. He wasn't getting hit 
in the wing like you got hitting this year with Tampa. I can't see going to hit him today. I hear you. No, I, 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 I think you're more. I mean, your your points are more than valid. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna uh, dispute that right now. It's not my turn yet. I'm giving it to the Giants fan. It, it is his turn. Uh, I need <laughs> need some analysis, and I need uh, a pick, and I need an MVP. This game was tough, man. This is going to be one of the probably the best Super Bowls ever. I think if it's built up to the hype. Um, it's been talked about all week. Unfortunately, I, I don't like when um, the media drives the winner of a Super Bowl or a championship. We see that most of the time in college football, especially. And now sometimes this last two weeks, all we talked about was the greatest, the GOAT, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, what he had for breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> all we heard about was Tom Brady. And, and that sometimes pisses off the other team to the point that they're just going to play a little extra, a little harder and everything. I got some personal things in it. We all know Bruce Arians from Temple University put Temple on the map, and he's finally they're finally here in the Super Bowl. Uh, rest in peace, John Chaney. I think um, – and Bruce brought in a whole bunch of teams that – players that he used to have on <clears throat> his coaching staff. So there's about five members on there, including yours truly, Todd Bowles, Washington Redskins back in the day. But uh, I think it's it's it was a toss up and a turn, and it was kind of funny looking at this game. I was trying to look at the game week twelve when uh, the Chiefs just ran up the score seventeen nothing real quick in the first quarter, and that took the uh, Buccaneers to uh, had to pull themselves back into the game, and somehow they did, and it came down to really a whole bunch of holding penalties against the Chiefs, which was funny because that means the the Buccaneers defensive line was getting to Mahomes and they didn't run the ball at all. I think uh, Edwards Allaire only had like 37 yards and stuff. They just had some key third down turnovers. But if you give Brady another two minutes, they would have had that game. And it was really, really interesting and in looking at it. So what happens this time around? Obviously, Todd Bowles is going to make his adjustments. Clearly, we're not going to leave Tyreek Hill one-on-one with Carlton Dick. <laughs> that will not happen today. If it does, Todd Bowles might not be working tomorrow morning. So I think the defense is great. I, I looked at the other um, – try to find some clinch or snitch. They've got a couple of teams that they played against each other. And really, um, the Chiefs, who did they play? I mean, they got the number one offense. We got that. But they struggle. They struggle against the Falcons, the Dolphins, the Broncos. Joey slides, missed field goal against the Panthers. I mean, that's not top-tier team that, you know, that they could have been. So it, are they battle-tested? My, my big thing is, was this team battle-tested? I don't know. So that, that's, that's, that's one thing. The Raiders, and then you look at, okay, the Buccaneers beat the Raiders easily, and the, the, the Chiefs lost to the Raiders. So which way do we look at that? And then the Buccaneers beat the Panthers twice easily. And Joey Sly almost beat the Chiefs. So it's back and forth and back and forth. This game is going to come down to the offense coordinators against defense coordinators. Eric Bieniemy against Todd Bowles. Brian Leftwich against Steve Spagnola from Giants fame, who beat Brady twice, what? defensive coordinator. I had to put that plug in. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Brady twice, Steve Spagnola. So what we have the thing, everybody knows the best way to beat both these guys is pressure up the middle. 
who can put the pressure up the middle. I think the Bucks got it with Devin White yeah. and the uh, linebackers that can put the pressure up the middle to get to Mahomes. I think there's going to be a lot of blitzes, a lot of blitz packages, and it might come down to defense. They say defense wins championships. All we're looking at is offenses on both sides. So I think it's going to be a different way. I think the Bucs are definitely not going to have a repeat of week 12. But eventually, I think the Chiefs might be able to squeak something out. Why? Because they got Travis Kelsey. And I looked up and down the Bucks <laughs> lineup, and I can't see who's going to cap. If you double-team Hill or you double-team the wide receivers, Hardman and uh, the other guy, I don't see anybody having handling Travis Kelsey one-on-one. And that's going to be the big thing. I think that's going to be a factor. And I think a lot of the secondary players are going to be a factor. Scotty Miller on one side, a guy like Hardman, McCole Hardman on the Chiefs side. So we're going to have to see what happens. Uh, I could go either way with this one. I think it's going to be a close game. I think, you know, if, if Brady wins, oh, my God, we're going to hear about Brady from now until September. But I think if Mahomes could look at it and say, you know what, let's put it into it. Brady would beat Rodgers, Mahomes, and Breeze, and that's a killer lineup right there. But that unbelievable. Being, that, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's murder row anyway you do it, anyway you slice Lord. it. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> In a row. So, and again, like I said before, we're not even supposed to be here, right? The NFL gods always said, the host of the Super Bowl never gets to the Super Bowl. But here's Brady going up against the Greek gods kind of thing. And scratch all that, we're going straight to the Super Bowl. And here we are. So it's either one. It's 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 great historically. Either Brady becomes the oldest quarterback to win or Holmes comes the youngest quarterback to win back to back. Right. Uh, it's a toss up. My heart goes with Temple and the Temple Buccaneers. We, I want Bruce Arians to win this one, but I, I have to side with Mahomes trying oh. to pull it out. I think it'll no. come down to the, the defense will get tired out. There's just too much moving around and moving around and moving around, and, and somehow somebody's going to slip through. You just got too many of them. I have a deep. But watch out for the key figure, though. Um, the key lineman in the Chiefs is out. He got hurt in the AFC Championship. Yeah, and I think sure. that's going to yep. be a major, major, major factor in this game. Uh, okay. Look out for JPP on the Pro Bowl as well. So I'll take the Chiefs in a close one. We'll go with 35-31. 35-31. All right, well, 35-31. Yeah. We'll get Uncle Trevor's uh, – uh, uh, we'll get y'all's official uh, scores at, right at the end of the show, but – uh, Bob, you heard all that from Uncle Jamie. It's a lot to digest. You take your lap. Uh, give give me your analysis. Let's see, let's see what you got here. Okay, so Trev and Jamie both give great analysis for the game. Um, I'd have to say, one, I agree with Trev that the MVP will definitely be one of these two quarterbacks. I don't see how, unless they both play horrendous football, one of them will win the MVP. It doesn't matter. Um, that's just how the NFL is built around the quarterback. Um, secondly, um, I kind of disagree with Jamie. They say you mentioned about defense winning championships is really going to be the offense. No, I think this game is going to be dependent upon the defense. Whichever defense is better will win the game for their team. Okay. So Tampa Bay potentially has some problems on that line because some of their secondary is hurt. 
um, Whitfield, Whitehead, and I believe that one other gentleman, um, they may not be 100%. That could be problematic for Todd Bowles and his defense. Um, yes, there is a track team on the other side of the ball for Kansas City. You are not going to be able to cover all of them, plus Travis Kelsey. And if uh, Sammy Watkins is in the, the mix too, I mean, who are you going to cover? It's going to have to be one-on-ones. You're not going to be able to double-team folks, right? right? So um, Tampa Bay needs to really hope and pray that Mahomes is off of his game and does not throw passes the way that he normally throws them and completes them. He's got to be off his game in order for Tampa Bay to actually win this game. Um, Also, if the defense for uh, Tampa Bay uh, does get to Mahomes, shakes him up a little bit, uh, remember, he's also not 100%. Um, he's got turf toe, and I think he—I still think he's suffering a little bit from that concussion that he had a couple weeks ago. So you start getting to Mahomes, you might also get in his head. That could also change the way we look at this game. Now, on the flip side, uh, Kansas City's defense, I think, will have a somewhat better time with the Tampa Bay offense. Uh, however, if Leonard Fournette, gets going and Ronald Jones gets going, we're not going to really have to worry about, you know, what Brady's doing. And hopefully that would include not throwing three interceptions uh, in a game. Um, So if you got your running game going, the chiefs are not going to know whether or not Brady might just haul off and pass one to Godwin or Evans or Miller or Gronk. Okay. Cause they, they have some people too on the, on the offensive side for Tampa Bay that can be problematic for the Chiefs. So all in all, I think that this is going to be a good game if everyone is at their peak, okay? Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, and I really didn't watch most of the coverage this week because it, it really did drone on. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh, enough already. Let's get to the game. Because I, I, I tried watching NFL Network this morning. I'm like, after about 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, can't do it. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't do it. Let's just play. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be better than the Patriots and the Rams, which was the absolute worst Super Bowl I ever, ever saw. Um, this will be a good one. It will be a high-scoring game. Um, I don't want to hear another 35-31. I, I hate that score for personal Dallas Cowboy reasons. So I'm actually going to go with Bruce Arians' team, Oh, and Bruce Arians is a graduate of who? York High. He went to York High before he went to Temple. He is a Bearcat, Mr. McKenzie. Um, God so I'm bless going, him either way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for Bruce Arians to bring home York High, a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl championship, because he is a Super Bowl champ already with the Steelers, uh, but now as a head coach. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for my pip guys, McCoy and Whitehead to do their thing so i'm actually hoping that brady's on track and the defense for tampa's on track let's all do it i'm going for tampa bay in the upset because it would be an upset i believe um with brady being 43 beating a team you know that's a lot younger than he and his other compadres mm-hmm. um i and i believe the score will be a high scoring game but mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to be as high as i think quinn is going to say um i'm going for um, 
it is going to be 30 to 27. Still over the score, still over the total, Fizz, but still it goes over at 57. So the, the total is 56. Yeah. So the, the total is 56. I, I, at least that's where I got it. So, okay, my turn. First of all, apparently the football gods are a big fan of Mahomes and Brady, too, because the weather in Tampa, everybody was like, oh, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. We're going to be like the Miami Super Bowl with the Colts and the Bears, and it's going to be a monsoon in South Florida. And it's, we're going to be like, oh, God, this sucks. This sucks more, not only because Rex Grossman was the quarterback going up against uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, Peyton Manning, by the way, just to shout him out. Great job, Peyton. Good job by you. First ballot Hall of Famer. Good job. Um, right now, I'm just I'm looking at the weather right now. Right now in Tampa Bay, mostly cloudy and 72 degrees. Apparently, apparently God's a football fan too, apparently. So hey, hey, I I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but apparently that, that that sounds like he's shot it upon both these teams and all of us because it's gonna be beautiful. Apparently at game time, uh sunset at 6 15 uh, around 7 p.m. in Tampa. Clear sixty-four. Oh, just that's nice. just, just wonderful. That's just that's just beautiful. As, as it snows here, this is just beautiful. Oh, I need that so bad. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. I just want to live in that weather. Uncle Jamie, I know, I know you're you're, you're getting worried with me. I just want to live in that weather, man. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's all. I'm just trying. I'm trying to live. No, in I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm about I'm trying, I'm degrees just, outside. I'm just salivating at, at, at the chance to live in this weather very soon. I, I'm just telling you, it's just going to happen. I'm just telling you now. Anyway, back Come down. Come on down. Back, I'd love to have. I, I thank you. I will keep that in mind. I really do appreciate it. Uh, back to the game. Look, <laughs> first of all, it's going to be a high scoring game. For first of all, let's just let's just get that out the way right from the start. If, we, if we're supposed to think, if we're really supposed to have an honest conversation and we're supposed to think this is going to go under the total, hey, guys, we just, we just got to part ways on that. I, I, just can't, I just can't have that conversation with you. Just imagine being – I don't even care if you're betting on the game. I am betting on the game, so not only do I have a personal interest, I have a financial interest too. So like, <laughs> just imagine being a person like me Having a Bucks and the under ticket. Oh, I just gave away my pick. Of course, I'm picking the Bucks. I'm picking Tom Brady. I, I, like at this point, hey, hey, LeBron. Hey, what? <laughs> here, here's, here's the reason. I'll get into my analysis in a minute. I'm picking the Bucks, and 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 for me, it is just it's very simple. As great as Mahomes is, this just this is a different time in the Super Bowl. It's different. Like, my heart, I'm picking my heart on my head. My head is like, they got Tyree Kill. They got the best tight end in football. And, and, no, and, no, and no particular order. Here's what the Chiefs have. The best quarterback in football. Probably the best player in football. The best co- one of the one of the three best coaches in football, the best the best offensive coordinator in football, one of the best defensive coordinators in football. Hell, you might throw in the best kicker too. I mean, damn. I mean, damn. What else you need? What what, what else you need? You got you got a track team at wide receiver. You got you got Hardman. You got Sammy Watkins. Even though he don't run a four four two like he did come out of Clemson, he can still run a four five. That's still fast enough to me. Uh, you got Tyreek, the fastest human on earth. 
in shoulder pads. Like, you know, no one, Jamel Dean is the fastest Buccaneer in the secondary. Good luck, son. Try and cover that guy. Good luck to you. It, it, it's, it's not going to work. Good, good luck to you. I mean, Carlton Davis, he's fast too. Good luck to him. Carlton Davis, 200, 200, 269 yards and two touchdowns giving up to Tyreek Hill. I, I mean, what, what, what are we doing? Like, like, the Chiefs are better than the Bucs. Okay, now we got that out of the way. Here's how the here's how the Bucks are going to win. I'm give you three three reasons. One, the defensive line. Uh, JPP. Oh, by the way, sixty to one to win Super Bowl MVP. I got it, I got it at sixty to one Super Bowl MVP. Put five dollars on it. You win three hundred five. Same thing for Shaq Barrett. You two, you're going up against two backup tackles. You have no excuse. You better get home. You better get home. You you better abuse them tackles because I've seen JPP do that against. Way better lines to, uh, when he was with the Giants in 2012 in Indianapolis. He was get and he had all of his fingers. But even with with even with one less finger, this guy is out here still wreaking havoc. No excuse, JPP. Get after it. Get get Mahomes on the ground. That's the first thing. The second thing is the Bucks. You, you need to run the ball a little bit. You just need to. You need to run the ball. Kansas City don't stop the run very well. Okay, so you can run on this team. Run on them. Do it. Like it's okay. We don't we we don't the Buccaneers can win this game. You let Tom beat Tom in the fourth quarter. When it's money time. The first three quarters, hey, I don't care. I want I, I would like, quite frankly, if you turn around, give the ball to, to, to Leonard Fournette 25 times. Give the ball to Rojo 10 times. Get the screen game going. Get Tom in the game because when it's time and the man's got to stand there and say, son, take us home. We got you here for one reason. When it's a close game in the fourth quarter and it's a third and 10 and Tom needs to get a first down to extend the drive. This is what he's here for. Rob Gronkowski will come up big in this game because in three Super Bowls, that's what he's done. That's what he's always done in his Super Bowls. Okay. He's got three wings for a reason. This guy's not a scrub. He's a Hall of Fame player. He'll come up big. So will Scotty Too Hotty. He's my X Factor. Scotty Miller. Okay, because I understand the Chiefs play play pretty good second. I don't I know they got a good secondary. I like that Sorensen guy. I like Thornhill. I mean, Honey Badger is who he is. He's a great player. He's a, a, a when he's all said and done, Honey Badger's probably going to the Hall of Fame. Ask me. He's a Hall of Fame player. So. You know, I, I see that, but y'all can get torched. You, we, we, we did, we did see a game this year where the Raiders score forty points, right? We y'all, y'all do, y'all did, y'all did see that, right? And Henry Ruggs was running right past t- Honey Badger and Thornhill on a seventy-five yard touchdown. We did, we did see that, right? We, we did see that. Okay, so y'all, y'all can't be beat. Y'all can't be torched. Um, and lastly. On the defensive side for the Bucs, excuse me, Tyreek Hill, look, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey will not beat me. Two people on Travis Kelsey, two people on Tyreek. The rest of y'all, you, you just got you just got to hold up. The rest of y'all got to hold up. No, man, I can't, I can't do that. No, no, you, you, you can't. 87 and 10 will not beat me. If I'm if I'm if I if I'm the Bucks, and the way you do that, one, you put people 
fast enough to stay with them for five, six seconds in the scramble drill. You put your hands on them. Travis Kelsey will not get a free release. Devin White, JPP, somebody, somebody knock him on his ass. Knock him on his ass before he gets a free free release. That's what you do. Like, press him. Now, you don't press Tyreek because that's not going to work too well. Don't press him. But, you know, try it the best you can. Try it. All right, I, get, I gave you all that. The, Chief, the Chiefs are better. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm very excited. But when it all when it's all said and done, I'm not going against my guy. I love Tom. I've always loved Tom. And the, I've seen the guy come up way too big, way too many times to ever bet against him. Mahomes will be Mahomes is going to get back. He's going to get back. He's 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 too good not to get back. He'll he'll have more than enough chances to get more than enough Super Bowls for his fingers. But tonight. I'm gonna go with my heart, man. I got the Bucks, and I got the Bucks forty-one thirty-eight. Um, my ideal scenario would be Tom throws a game-winning touchdown pass. They're down by four. They throw a game-winning touchdown with about fifteen seconds left. Uh, Tom to Gronk or Tom to Antonio Brown or something like that. You know, game-winning touchdown pass, something, something along those lines. Um, but uh, more likely would be Tom gets them in in. in uh, in position, uh, Ryan Suckup hits a field goal in the final seconds. Uh, they hold him off on the on the ensuing kickoff. Buccaneers win on their home field. Tom gets his seventh Super Bowl, cementing forever that he is the greatest of all time. We don't need to have any more conversations about Patrick Mahomes or Rodgers or anyone else. There's one Tom Brady, and then and then there's the rest of y'all. A lot of great players, but the rest of y'all. But so that's what I got. Forty-one thirty-eight bucks, and uh, it's going to be a great game. I'm very excited. Okay, anyone else want to get back in before we move on? Go ahead, Uncle Charlie. Get back in if you want. If you want. Uh, well, I'm going to give my score. I get thirty-eight twenty-one. Okay. Chiefs thirty-eight twenty-one. Okay. Uh, anybody else got anything to say? Uh, so you. You're doubling Hill and you're doubling Kelsey. You only uh, got yeah. 11 guys on the field. Now. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> you got a three-man line. You double it Hill. You double it Kelsey. That's seven right there. Yeah. Who's gonna? What? 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 Yeah, what? Well, but yeah, come, yeah. Come to think, come I was to doing think the math in my head. I was well, like, well, wait a no, minute. No, the more the more I think about it, I I don't think I don't I actually don't think that's a good idea. Only only because you got to have a safety help on Tyreek. You got you have yeah. a two you have to have two eye safeties, at, oh like all night like you have to be you have to be in South Beach Miami but the safeties have to be yeah. so far back they're not even in the picture like I, I don't want I don't want to see the safeties like I line up in Sacramento for God's sakes I don't care but don't but don't don't be anywhere near the line of scrimmage I don't want you I don't want to see you because that means yeah. if I see you that means Tyreek is going to get behind you and that, and that's the one thing we can't do we you can't you can't do that. So, I mean, and if you don't double cover Travis Kelsey, what you're basically saying is, okay, Devin White, do your absolute best, maybe hold a couple times, and keep Travis Kelsey in front of you. But that'll go, that'll work out to the tune of about 15 catches for 170 yards and three touchdowns. And Travis Kelsey will win Super Bowl MVP. 
Right. I, I don't see. I don't see that working out. I, I just don't see that's that working. What I'm thinking. <laughs> I'll see that. I'll see that working out. <laughs> like, I mean, unless you press him, unless you just hit him at the line of scrimmage, like you will not get a free release, Travis Kelsey. I like. Sorry, I refuse to let you beat me. Like so, that that's my thing. But then, but then, if I say you got to get home with four, then you can't really. Yeah, you can't really double but Tyree, which is fine. Then you just have to try and stay in front of Kelsey. As best you can. So, yeah. Uh, Mom, any, any other words for Super Bowl? I'm just actually glad we're here. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And just uh, for the record, I actually hope Brady has a good game, Quinn. Wow. I, I don't. I don't hate Brady like I used to because he's not with New England. Well, I agree. <laughs> you know? Well, you told me this. I know. I, well, I know. but I just want to put it for the record. Yeah. For the show. Yeah. For the show, right? Yeah, no. so, those, so those classes are working out for you. Great. Well, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I almost think, and I got, I almost think, and maybe Uncle Jamie, maybe you agree with me, maybe you're not. But if the Bucks are going to win, don't you think Tom's going to have to be even greater than he already is to beat Patrick Mahomes? Like on a game like today, like he's going to have to call upon his greatness and see if he's got anything left in that tank to pull it out. Exactly. And I was going to ask you, you know, you're pro Brady, which is great. I was wondering, is the over under, is he going to throw for 300 or under 300? Uh, the, the, the line is the Brady line was three, it was 300 and a half, I think. So that, that was the over under. So I, I think for me, if it, look, if, if I think they're going to score 41 points, I would like to think that means Brady would have more than 300 yards passing. And he's wow. got to have at least two touchdowns. He probably got to have three or four. At least, I mean, because because you know, because what well, here's what we do know: the Chiefs will get to 31 points, whether Mahomes completely sucks for three and a half quarters or not, because because we do understand that last year's Super Bowl, y'all, we we did we did watch we did watch Patrick Mahomes get get dropped on his butt for three and a half hours, for yeah. for at least two and a half hours. The guy the guy was awful for three quarters. We do understand that, right? Well, yeah, San Francisco had no business losing that game last right, year. Right, right. Because, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. On the other side, you're going up against a guy who's got as many Super Bowls as you've got State Farm commercials to Patrick Mahomes. Like, you, you're not going up against Kyle Shanahan, the orchestrator in the fourth quarter of one of the biggest offensive collapses in the history of the Super Bowl. When all you needed to do, you're up by 10 points. All you need to do is turn around and hand the ball off on a third and 10 and run the clock out and kick a field goal. That's all you need to do. You're the world champion. If you kick a field goal, even Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes can't survive a running clock. They they might be superhuman, but they can't they can't stop that. And that, you know, Kyle that was that was who he was going. He were going against Jimmy G, who in the fourth quarter of last year's Super Bowl went three of eleven for thirty six yards. And did two things. One, Miss George Kittle standing wide open on a third and five in the middle of the fourth quarter. He was right. wide open. There was nobody near him, no red jersey anywhere close to it. He had missed him on a third and five. He had 20 yards. All you need to do is throw it to him. Okay? You threw an interception. And then to cap it all off, when you actually had a chance to win the world championship, you decide to overthrow Emmanuel Sanders 
Right. Out of the city limits of Miami and probably probably um, out of the country. I mean, you overthrew him by 15 yards. I mean, you had him wide open. All you need to do is throw some air under it. The guy's going to catch it and run it in for a touchdown. And maybe we're talking about the 49ers having the Super Bowl trophy in, in the bank. I mean, come on now. That, 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 that's what Mahomes is going up against. So um, I, I don't think I don't think he's going to be that bad for three quarters because, quite frankly, the, if he is that bad for three quarters, the Chiefs are going to get blown out because I don't trust the defense, and I know you damn sure ain't running the ball. You ain't running the ball no damn where anyway. You know, you don't run the ball. And, and even if you did, you're going up against the number one rushing defense in the league anyway. So good luck with that. You know, this guy last night on the NFL Honors said that he thought the Chiefs were going to win by 60. Wow. I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. Even normal circumstances, I don't see them beating somebody by 60 points. That means that means Tampa Bay is not going to do anything. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how Mahomes is. I don't know if he's really 100% or not, but we'll, we'll see I, soon. I, I'm, I'm going to give Uncle Trevor this. I, I will say – to Uncle Trevor's point, I mean, with, with the blowouts, and I, and I, Uncle Trevor, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. And the reason being is there is a scenario in my mind where it's like, oh, Brady, ooh, he's looking real bad. And it, it like, you're, you're throwing, you're throwing picks, you're throwing stuff up for grabs, you're getting strip sacked, you can't run the ball lick because the Kansas City defense is tired of being overshadowed by people like me in the national media and Frank Clark get, get you. And, and and yeah, there there is definitely a re, there is definitely a way, Uncle Trevor, and I and I'm gonna come to you because I definitely think there is a scenario where Tampa Bay could get blown out um, in this game. But don't don't you think in the same breath that there's a way where Kansas City's defense reverts back to what they were in 2018, where they couldn't stop a no, they couldn't stop the four people on this podcast for <laughs> at all. Like, is there is there a way you could see? The Bucks getting up big on on on, uh, on uh, the Chiefs there. I mean, yeah, if, if they if they turn the ball over, if Kansas City makes turnovers, then of course, I mean, you can you can never really predict turnovers. That's one thing you never can predict, and you, that's why it's hard to predict these games because you really don't know what's going to happen. But interceptions and fumbles and whatnot, you know, that, that can change the game right away. Like Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh and Cleveland, you saw what happened there with all the turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's something you can't really predict. That's going to happen. Like snap go over the guy's head in the first play of the game. Stuff oh like yeah. That. Stuff like that you can't predict. <sighs> so oh. yeah. So yeah. I mean. So I mean. Yeah. That, of course that can happen if they can't see come out like Pittsburgh did. And yeah, they can get blown out. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I mean, yeah. we've seen Brady get blown out this year though. More no. No once. question. No. We've no doubt about. We've seen come in there and rough him up. Right. <laughs> the Rams melted up a little bit. So I mean, it's not like it hasn't happened to mm. um to Tom Brady this year. No, I agree with you. I, I you, get, with you. you get in this space, you you get in this space, and you hit him, and you know he, he can't get rid of the ball quick. He has, to, he has to get rid of the ball. He doesn't want to. Right. He he won't turn the ball over. No, I agree with you. No, I I, I agree. With I think, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's any quarterback there. No, no, if you can move around, right. you can escape it, then, you know, you're less likely to just throw the ball for grabs. Well, Guys who can't move will just throw the ball anywhere and throw it up before they get hit. Guys who can run, you know, they might take a sack or they'll just 
try and get out of there, but they're not going to just throw up the grass because they're scared. Yeah. He doesn't like getting hit. No. He no. Gets, gets rid of that ball before he gets um really really nailed. What? I agree. I, I I agree with you, Mom. You get 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 in get in, get in uh, after I make this point. But I, I want. I mean, I, I I agree with you. We talked earlier off air, and I, I feel like oh, Jamie, I'm gonna get you in too. For Mom goes because I because for me, I understand that point that Brady doesn't like to get hit. It's no secret how to beat this guy. It's really not. Yeah. Like, like like the guys were playing. I mean, the Apple, the the iPhone wasn't even around when Brady was playing. I mean, like that's how long this guy's been playing. Social media wasn't around in the first Super. I mean, this guy's been playing for so long. He got two decades worth of film on Tom Brady how to beat him. Like, but my my thing is, hey, when it comes right down to it, when we're eight minutes, seven minutes, four minutes, when the four minute drill in the fourth quarter, Tom is going to stand back there, and Chris Jones gets through. He's just gonna have to get hit in the mouth. He's just gonna get hit in the mouth. Sorry, like they, like he against Atlanta when they knew he was going to throw, they hit him in the face, and he stood there and got hit in the mouth and completed the pass, because that's what a world championship means to him. He's not he's not gonna duck he's not gonna duck down even against your team when he was younger. Twice yeah. y'all hit him in the mouth, man. I mean y'all Dang. really y'all really <laughs> really. <laughs> Yeah, the Giants. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm saying I'm making a point where it was the I'm same strategy. Is what he's saying. I'm making a point. Yeah, mouth. you know, like he, you guys hit him in the mouth, and yeah, when in the fourth quarter, there were a couple of those throws. I mean, dude, they the offensive line held up Duh. just enough, and yeah. Tom was throwing in there, and he's like, okay, Strahan, Strahan's gonna knock me silly. So be it. You just, I mean, you know, you there's gonna come a point well, for both of these guys, actually. Not just Mahomes can run around, but mobile quarterbacks, especially mobile quarterbacks on a turf toe, which requires like months surgery, according to the reports. I mean, you know, yeah, he can move around more than Brady. That's pretty obvious. But right. JPP and Shaq Barrett are not some slow people either. They can come let's get not him. forget it. They can yeah, come the- get him. They can come get Adama him. Can sue's there too. I yeah. mean, he's lurking. They can <laughs> so. come get him now. I mean, and mobile quarterbacks, notoriously anyway, are more susceptible to sacks. You're moving all over the place, and you know, and, and, and watch out. Patrick likes to do this, and we all watch this. The guy, the he likes to drift back really, really, really far. But you know, it's like Patrick, where are you going? And then you remember it's Patrick Mahomes, and he's got a cannon. He's got a cannon attached to a right arm. That's not really a right arm. It's a bionic right. plasma cannon is what it is. <laughs> like, you know, like, but if he does that, one last point, Devin White, just watch out for him. And the re- here's the reason being, because Mahomes likes to do a lot of them quick, short passes over the middle to Kelsey and some of these running backs. Hey, man, Devin White's fa- fast enough to house one of those. You better, You better throw that in there. Because he might jump one of those. If he jumps it, he's more than fast enough to take it the distance. So just watch out for that. He's, he, he's going to be all over the place, and he's very integral for the Bucks winning this game. He's got to be phenomenal, like he's been all postseason long. He's got to be great for, the, for this defense just to hold. The, 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 the first team, the first defense to make a turnover, that's the team who's going to win the game. It's going to be like Eagles-Patriots a couple years ago. The first defense mm. to make a play is going to win. 
And we'll see who that is, in my opinion. Hey, Bob, any last words, and we'll get your get your thoughts on the Hall of Fame here. No, I'm good. I think uh, it's just time to play. Yeah, it's just time to play. I can't wait. We're coming up on two hours. Uh, uh, what is the chances, that? though? Yeah, just ahead. one last thing, Quinn. Yeah. I know you're, you're locked in and, and Tom Brady, and he's been great. We yeah. haven't seen geriatric Tom in a while. Yeah, but <laughs> the game is at 630. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. Well, at this point. He's done point, it before. He, he has done it before. And, yes, I, I understand that, that Tom has had a couple of problems uh, you know, this year, as far as being, um, you know, as far as you're not playing well during prime time, but uh, at this point, I mean, the guy, the guys played a bunch of night games. Remember, the Saints game was a night game, and he played, he played solid enough. He was, he wasn't phenomenal, but he played solid, and he didn't turn the ball over. Okay, and, and for me, hey, I'm fine with that. Like I said earlier, I'm fine with Tom. Hey, you dink and dunk, you throw the ball to Ronald Jones and Leonard Forte, you scream pass him to death. I don't give a damn. I don't care what you do for three quarters. In the fourth quarter, it's time for you to be Tom Brady. That's what that's what they brought you here for. Like, that's what that's why you're here. Like you are here for this game. Patrick Mahomes got a 10-year, $450 million contract, and he's 25 years old. That guy's not going anywhere. And Kansas City is good enough if they keep the people together. They'll be the favorites in the AFC, and rightfully so, because quite frankly, there's really no one that I can see that's going to challenge them. Not right now, because Buff- because Buffalo don't don't play the right scheme of defense to stop to, to contend with them. So, you know, they're they're probably going to be back here next year, and they'll, I, I'll go on record as a saying that the Chiefs will be back here next year. So, I mean, Mahomes is going to have more than enough chances. I mean, but, I'm not sure. Do you think, yeah, do ahead, you think, though, do you think this is going to actually be too much pressure on Brady, though? No. No. Because this might be his last chance, and everyone's expecting him really to show that he is the greatest, you know, the GOAT. So do you think maybe he might crumble under all that pressure? Well, no. Here's the reason why. There, for me, as you well know, we watched the Super Bowl back in 2015, a week ago, February 1st, 2015. And the reason why I bring that up is not to not to gloat about Malcolm Butler's interception. I'm, re- I'm really here to make a serious point. The Patriots franchise as a whole, Brady himself, the Giants beat, roughed him up. He didn't play great. They lost two Super Bowls really close. Okay, you went back a couple years, went to AFC Championship game, you lost to Peyton, you lost to Joe Flacco, you lost to this guy, that guy. You went 10 years without a world championship. You were going up against the, at the time, one of the best defenses in the history of football, and that's still the case in the Legion of Boom, one of the best secondaries in the history of football. With a great defensive line, a prime Bobby Wagner, a couple of couple of defensive linemen, Cliff Averill, Bruce Irvin. I mean, you that's what you were going up against. And you and you had the backdrop of not winning a world championship since two since February of 2005. So that for me, you you couldn't ask for more pressure than that. You couldn't ask for more pressure than that. Because that's your third, you would have lost your third straight Super Bowl. And, and look, and, and Malcolm Butler, and even still, despite his heroics in the fourth quarter, without Malcolm Butler, that would have happened. 
So that for me, Tom has been under way bigger pressure than this. Because let's be honest, not a lot of people, including me, and I'm the staunchest Brady guy you're ever going to find. I love this guy. But did did I did I think that the Bucks would be here? No. No, I did not. Not at all. Not at all. It wasn't until the postseason when I put when I had the Bucks to win the NFC ticket that I was like, mm, okay, well, we might have something here. Let's see what we got. Like for me, Super Bowl 49, or even Bob, if you want to throw in coming back from Atlanta down, down against the Falcons, 28 to 3. That those for me are the two biggest pressure games of Brady's career. I, I, I think I think he'll be more than willing to live up to the occasion, knowing that it might be his last Super Bowl. You're you're absolutely right. It might be his last Super Bowl. And to be quite honest, if he wins it, I want the man to retire on stage. To be totally honest with you, I wanted I want this to be his last game. It's not gonna be. I want it to be his last game because Uncle Jerry, I know you're making that face, but no, I'm curious. Just, no, say. no, because because just no, because for me, just like John Elway and Ray Lewis and Jerome Bettis, they retired on top, world champion. You cannot take that away. Yeah, you. This guy's already got the most Super Bowls of any player. If he wins this one, I mean, like, he's got more Super Bowls than every single franchise in the, in the NFL. But he said he wants to like, play till he's 45. I, I, I know, Mom. I know, Mom. But or you he, think he's just talking? No, I, I, I think he is just talking because at some point he's got he's got a couple of really young kids, doesn't he? He's got young kids at home. He got the wife, too. He and he's got a that. wife. Yeah, he's got a wife at home and got young kids. He likes, he likes being away from her. Well, that's <laughs> I would too. Uh, but but I think for me, what scares me is, you know, that hit that Drew Brees took against the 49ers this past this past uh, November week ten when the Saints and the yeah. 49ers played each other, <clears throat> and Drew it. Brees cracked eleven ribs and had three punctured lungs. Tom's got one of those, and it's over. It's over. He's not coming back from. 11 punctured ribs. Like, I, I'm sorry. That's just not going to happen. Like, he's got one hit like that. And he's and he's tempting fate the longer he goes because he could ride out on the sunset. And to me, that's even if he loses tonight, he's still going to be the greatest of all time, in my opinion. But I'm but I'm very biased. Like I like I'll have an objective conversation when that time comes. But for me, win or lose. After I saw Seattle and Atlanta, you know, like like really and, and Philly the next year because in a reverse way I think he became more the goat in the reverse way throwing for five hundred yards and him knowing that Bill Belichick didn't put one of his prime defensive players on the field on a fourth down stop when hey. Maybe if you cover Zach Gertz on a fourth and five, you win the world championship with a minute to go. If you cover Zach Gertz with him, Malcolm Butler's on the field, you know, because I, I don't put 52 on his resume, uh, you know, as far as him being blamed for that. But that's just me because I, I just know the backstory to that. So uh, that's a long winded way, Mom, was saying that uh, I think this game is gravy. I think Tom will come come rise to the occasion, even though it's probably going to start off slow, and I'm okay with that. But for me, as long as he's not turning the ball over, 
and he's he's not the reason why they lose. Because for me, they 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 can still lose. They can still lose. There's no question about that. But as long as Brady not the reason why, no, hey, there's no pressure on him because we we've seen him play in way more tougher games than this. Okay. All right, let's uh, take a quick break to tell you that you are listening live to the Super Bowl Sunday edition of the Always 100 podcast. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening all season long. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, even in the McKenzie Report Facebook group authored and founded by my esteemed Giants fan and one of my favorite people, my Uncle Jamie. So go check that out. Okay. Two, a couple quick things here, and then we'll get our official picks. Mo, coming yes. to you. Okay. Somebody on your favorite team finally got his just due yesterday in the Hall of Fame enshrinement. Uh, the, the, nice, the nice man comes out in a suit and tie. I think his name is David, Mr. David. He came and surprised your buddy from the all-decade team. Mr. Drew Pearson, after 30-something years, Mr. Pearson finally gets his just due. I want you to give give us a few words of how you're feeling right now. Woohoo! Yes. I am very happy for Drew Pearson. I remember the big old poster of Drew Pearson I always had in my room. Loved him, loved him, loved him. And yes, he was the original Dallas 88. Um, he set the bar very high. And unfortunately, his career got cut short because of a car accident. Uh, otherwise, he probably would have still been, you know, really kicking ass in the 80s. Um, uh-oh, Quinn, what did you see? Um, Quinn? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. What's wrong? Um, <clears throat> so, you know our buddy Ron? Um, oh, no. Ron's, Ron's still alive, but apparently okay. he, had a, he had a heart attack last Sunday. He's recuperating fine, and he's looking forward to watching the Super Bowl. Um, he said he's a tough nut to kill. That's always it's already always been telling me. But he had a he had a heart attack last week, so another one. So I just happened to see that as we were going. So sorry for sorry for the face. Please continue. Please continue. Uh, prayers out to Ron. Quick recovery. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Just basically, I'm just really happy that Drew Pearson was finally recognized. Um, you know, he's Mr. Clutch. That was his nickname. You know, he was part of the whole Hail Mary. And it was nice to see when he was told about the Hall of Fame. It was by his quarterback. Roger Staubach was there. And Drew says, by my quarterback. So it just reminded me of, you know, T.O. and, and Romo. But anyway, but... <laughs> I kind of had I had to chuckle when he said that. It's my quarterback. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy. Drew Pearson should have been in years ago and should have been before Cliff Harris, just by the way. Uh, not not no shade really on Cliff Harris, but maybe a little. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy. So and you know, the Hall of Fame game this year is Pittsburgh and Dallas. Well, if there is a Hall of Fame game, because I, because, well, well, then again, no, after we made it through COVID, COVID football, yeah, there's going to be a Hall of Fame game. Forget that. If they can do it, they will. Yeah, they're they're going, they're, yeah, if they want, if they want a Hall of Fame game, they'll have one. But congratulations, Mr. Drew Pearson. I mean, the only guy that was on the all 70s, all decade team, Super Bowl champion, 
hail Mary, like guys that's got he's got these guys got a dossier of me- like of memories that'll live on forever. This guy's amazing. So he's a beat down the Redskins. I loved it. <laughs> so oh man. Okay. Well, also a couple good shots. Congratulations to one Peyton Manning, first ballot Hall of Famer. And congratulations to one Calvin Johnson, who didn't actually, was actually very surprised if you watched it. His wife and his little one were in it, were in the home, and Calvin Johnson was like, "Who is this? And why are you here?" Like, like, right. was the, like Calvin Johnson was like, "Hi," <laughs> and it was like, "Hi, Mr. David here for the Pro Football Hall <laughs> Like, like, sorry, dude. His shorts, and he put on a coat. He <laughs> came yeah. outside. Yeah. And in the house or something. Yeah. Fun. Congratulations, Megatron. My, my, guys, you want to talk about an absolute beast. Megatron. My goodness. Megatron was so freaking. So Kyla, Kyla asked me, um, you know, who's who's this guy, Calvin Johnson? I said he's DK Metcalf before there was a DK Metcalf. Yeah. He was, he was the man. He was, he was just awesome. Tall. Tall. Not, not as strong. Not as, be, not as, not as bulky. No. But, but just as fast, and uh, I mean Megatron was amazing. Bob, I know you 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 have nightmares of Calvin Johnson. In, in I like days. Calvin Johnson. I I like Calvin Johnson. I I hated the rule that came along with oh, um, yeah. with him. Yes. Yes, yeah. against the Bears in 2010. That year, yes. that that I, I, unfortunately that that's yeah that spiraled into. You know, a call that we're not going to talk about because you're in a really no, good... we're not. So. We're not. <laughs> but yes, that started. Yeah, so yeah, that hurt Pittsburgh against New England too. Yeah, and it did, and it did. It hurt Pittsburgh against New England. The Jesse J. And by the way, I I admit, I say all the time that Jesse James caught that ball. Like I have no no shame in saying that he caught that ball. Like I don't get this, but so yeah, terrible ruin. But Calvin Johnson immortalizing Canton forever. So. Uh, great job, great job. Okay, we know. I I think the best response was Charles Woodson. Yes, yes, I yes, he was because Charles 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 like had had a look on his face like, okay, so why are all you guys in the back of my house and what? Yeah, you he thought he was being pranked. Pranked. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> how did you get back here? And two, who let you in? <laughs> who let you in? And why are you back here? And then he was like, oh. Oh wait, I I I think I know what this is now. And he started crying his eyes out. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. I, I I'm very excited. All right, guys, let's let's get off here. We're we're two hours and fifteen minutes away from kickoff. Yes, I, I have some football um, food to make. Yes, I, I know. So we'll, we'll get you. We'll we'll get us out of here on our final official picks of the season Super Bowl Sunday I am going first Bucks 41 Chiefs 38 it's going to be it's going to be a shootout of the epic levels I think the Bucks defense makes one stop on a fourth down uh, or or that or uh, yeah one stop on a fourth down after Ryan Suckup kicks the game winning field goal in the final seconds that's what I see happening Bucks win 41-38. And as much as I want to say that one of these defensive guys are going to win MVP, that's not going to happen if the Chiefs are going to score 38 points. Not going to happen. 
Tom's getting it. We all know it. So Tom's going to get it just on narrative alone. So uh, Tom's going to be a Super Bowl MVP. Go Bucks! Love, love this team. Go, go get them, Tom. Mom? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 30. Kansas City Chiefs, 27. Uncle Jamie? I'm going to stick my guns. I want Tampa Bay to win for Temple Relations, but we're going to go with the Chiefs, 35-31. And Uncle Trevor? 38-21, Chiefs. Okay. Woo! Two, we we are uh, we are a family divided here, but <laughs> all right, we got two on the Chiefs, and one one guy's got financial interest on the Bucks, so this is gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. So, all right, that's it for all of us, guys. Uh, last words once again. I started the show by thanking everybody, thanking the NFL. Great job by you again. We hell of a job. We give you guys a lot of grief because you do stupid things all the time, but no one's going to give you grief for this. Hell of a job by the NFL getting us here. Thank you to my esteemed panelists every week, my mom, my Uncle Trevor, Uncle Jamie, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very, very much. I hope if you guys are interested, wherever I am personally, we you guys want to do this again back in September. Uh, I hope uh, that's the case and we can do season three of the football season. I thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. And thank you to all the people who have downloaded, listened, um, listened to the show, shared the show, stopped me on the street saying, hey, that you know, that you're, you do good at podcasting. It's very flattering. It's very humbling. I really appreciate that. Uh, we're going to make sure um, the next podcast I do, we do a better job of marketing it being more consistent, just a lot of life stuff going on right now. So I'm sorry I had been so consistent. There have been a lot of gaps here and there. Um, but y'all y'all listening to the show um, is a very, very humbling experience, and I really uh, appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. So uh, that's it. Not, not going to get emotional. Um, <laughs> not going to get emotional. It's over. Football season's over. Let's get out of here for the waterworks start. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, my mom Mona, and my uh, and my uncle Jamie. This has been the 2020 edition of the Always 100 Podcast. Football season. We love you guys, and I'll see you on the next podcast I do. Hopefully, in the coming weeks, uh, talking about baseball and foot, uh, baseball and basketball. Hopefully, so uh, until then, enjoy Super Bowl Sunday for all of us at the Always 100 Podcast. Peace. Woohoo! Super Bowl! Woo!